Welcome into Studio H down here in the studios of Impact 89 FM. This is the Pylon Week 7 edition. I am your host, Michael Markoch. Alongside me, my co-host, Kevin McCormick, Manit Patel. Owen Ozust has overslept this morning, and he is struggling to get in. But he says he is on his way, and we will await his return to the to his arrival that's probably a better word for it uh but owen should be joining us at a later time just overslept a little bit but let's get right into it thursday night football last night the shorthanded browns beat the denver broncos 17 to 14 sloppy game dearness johnson bad game the coolest ever do it crawford i'll give my thoughts on it last uh i'll let you guys browns got lucky the game was boring. It was so boring. <laughs> the game was so... I didn't so... watch it. I was joking about the lucky thing. I think they played serviceably. Case Keenum did enough. <laughs> in, in spite of the injuries, in the spite of everybody missing, yeah. they did exactly what they needed to do to win the game. And the offensive line is the MVP of the week. I mean, yeah. I mean, because the Browns went from everything's fine to everything's not fine. <laughs> yeah. A ton and of people go down. It can go back to being fine next week if they beat the Steelers. Yeah. Which so, should happen. You, know, but, you just, know, I think it just proves that the Broncos weren't really all that. They just played an easy schedule to be in the season because now they went from 3-0 and to 3-4. and Yeah. Um, You know, when it comes to the Browns, you know, <laughs> yeah, take it with a grain of salt because you have Case Keenum as your QB playing the whole game, so... Um, I remember the, the one throw I remember vividly is that he dropped, he was like play action and he rolled out left and he threw it down the field to, uh, Odell <laughs> and it was so underthrown. Yeah, it was he so underthrown bad. Like it yards. almost got picked off. Like it was like, yeah. it was just hilarious because I'm like, dude, you literally just got to chuck that like as far as you can. Just throw it up the field. And cause Odell was open. Like Odell had a step. It's a touchdown if he yeah. puts it on. And yeah. he underthrew him. I'm like, bro, you can't be for right now. Like, how do you underthrow that ball? He had no pressure in his so face. Sad. You know, it was interesting. That was like the same play last year on Thursday night. I don't know if you guys remember when they played the Bengals. The Browns ran a similar play. Nope. Baker ran a play action rollout to the left side and hit Odell, and then he caught it and kind of tumbled into the end zone. It was the exact same, same play. play. Yeah. Um, Baker made the throw. The only thing that I would say, like with, you know, this year, I don't know if Baker actually would have thrown it. Yeah. With just the discord him and Odell have, that was like the one thing I was talking about. Like, yes, Case Keenum, he severely underthrew that football. Ball. But I mean, I would question whether or not Baker would have even thrown, thrown it. it to him. Yeah. Um, but I mean, my thoughts on the game. I mean. I mean, I, I, I've mentioned this, and I was saying this all week for people who were asking me, you know, who's this Jarnus Johnson guy? I mean, I'm just so happy for him. I mean, he went off last if year. You don't he had know, that good game yeah, against no. the Cowboys. 95 yards. And if Chubb you, got hurt. If, and then I think he had fantasy buzz going into that next week. He, and he, and had, he didn't against the Colts. He actually iced the game against the Colts the next week. Um, But what I will say is, I mean, if you're not a Browns fan, I mean, you don't really know, but it's like, People don't understand how hard this dude works and how hard he's worked to get where he is. I mean, just a few years ago, this dude was working on a fishing boat to make money. And, you know, I'm sure we all heard the story last night on the broadcast, but, I mean, it's true. I mean, the dude needed to make money. He went on a fishing boat, and he was catching mahi-mahi and (laughs) something else. And, you know, he had to send out his highlight reel tapes just to go play in the AAF. And, you know, he just – he worked so hard. And just last night watching him run, I mean, I couldn't stop smiling. I mean, he literally – it's just – for Browns fans, like they know who Dearness Johnson is and they know what he means to this team. And for him to er, to have earned, he earned the opportunity to start last night, and he 
absolutely ran with it. He had the highest graded rushing performance of any running back this year. Hey, there you go. For through so far six game six weeks in one game. And I mean, like I said, I just couldn't be happier for him. I thought Case Keenum was, you know, respectfully did what he he did what, you know, he's supposed to do. He's a professional backup. He managed the game very well. He didn't he only put the ball in harm's way, I would say, the one time when it should have been picked. But, you know, he managed the game. He didn't turn the ball over. You know, he made a absolutely heck of a scramble on fourth down and three, down on the five. That was that was a very gutsy run by Keenum. And, you know, he did what he had to do. And, you know, we'll get into some news here coming up with our next point of, you know, he's probably going to have to be in the lineup for a few more weeks. Um, so, but the Browns now get 10 days to rest up for Pittsburgh. They're going to get their guys healthy. And like I said, I mean, you know, Coach Stefanski said it after the game last night when I watched their kind of like post-game thing in the locker room. And I was pointing this out yesterday when I saw, you know, Jarvis Landry's going to play and Jedrick Wills is going to play and Odell Beckham Jr. went to play. Yesterday was not a game for the Browns where you should play injured, but you had to play hurt. And the players understood that, and they were fighting tooth and nail to get out on the field to play with their teammates. And you could see it. I mean, Jarvis Landry wanted to be out there to play with his teammates, and Odell Beckham Jr. wanted to be out there, even though they're not even close to 100%. And that speaks to the culture that the Browns are building and just the you know chemistry that they have off the field is just that's what makes this team special. And, you know, they saved their season last night getting back above 500, and they got two divisional games coming up. So good, good win for the Browns. Very, very happy to see it, and we'll see where it goes. But coming into our first talking point that I want to get to is just because we're already on the topic of the Browns, the news coming out last night that Baker Mayfield, along with a fully torn labrum in his left shoulder, now also has a fractured humerus. And let me tell you, this totally wasn't me last night going through the bone song that I learned in fourth grade. <laughs> And I was trying to figure out where the, the humerus was. was yep. um, but, I mean, I looked it up, and it's it's basically the shoulder bone. It basically connects your shoulder to, like, the um, your part of your arm. And it's not – it's a fracture. It's not a break. So it's not, like – it's not, like, fully broken. I believe it's, like, a – he's got some sort of, like – it's, like, a crack in it. Um, but, I mean, I wouldn't quote me on that. I'm not a medical professional, everybody. But – I mean, I saw it's like a if it's a break, it's like a twelve week injury. Yeah. Um. He's gonna. I think he's gonna be out for a little while. I don't think he's gonna play against Pittsburgh. Um. But he hasn't been ruled out. Um. But I mean, what do you guys think should be the plan with him? Yeah. With you now now two injuries, both pretty serious. I mean, he now will he's going to need off season surgery. Yeah, I think I think you gotta arrest him. Like I know you want to play him, but it's like if he tries to play and he makes that even worse then you could be screwing yourself over for the future so and you know and with just with what the browns got going on right now you don't want to see you know an injury like that where it totally just derails your whole process because to a certain extent it kind of just ruins everything you've built up because it's centered around your qb so if you know if your qb has an injury that he makes even worse like you know th this is serious stuff i know it's not on his throwing shoulder but it's still like this is dangerous. If he gets it's still any time he gets planted on that shoulder, exactly, it's pain. Exactly. It's pain shooting through his arm. You know, if this was like like an ankle or something like that, okay, maybe he can play through it. But this is a shoulder, and again, it's not a throwing one, thankfully. But you know, again, you well, know, if it's throwing one, he'd already be done. Exactly, yeah. But mm -hmm. you know, these guys in the NFL, I mean, they they hit hard. They hit hard. And if you were if you were had a partially torn labrum now it's fully torn, and now you have a fractured humerus, like it's just building on. And if if he keeps trying to play on it it's going to be even worse to a point to where he may not even get back, you know, 
one hundred percent. going into next year. Going into yeah, exactly. This could screw you over going into next year. So I felt the Browns they gotta rest them. You like, have you have a decision to make, honestly. Like yeah. if I'm thinking about it logically, like he, he's gonna be in pain every time that shoulder gets planted, and yeah. it's gonna happen regardless of whatever you try to do to prevent it. Yeah. The Browns have easily one of the best O-lines in the NFL, but he's still going to get hit. Even when he's throwing, too, I mean, he has to lift his shoulder up to, yeah. to grab the snap or when he's trying to wind up and throw, I mean, when he transfers his weight, you know, it, it, it's going to affect him all all the time. So I feel like you just, you've got to roll with Keenum for as long as you can, just hope yeah, that you can you, at least tread he needs, water for a while until you... Until it's absolutely necessary to bring Baker back, I think you don't. I, and I think it needs to be proven that it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, necessary. Because yeah. they were sustainable last night, mm-hmm. right? If you get Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt back, that offense is kind of sustainable. Exactly. Case Keenum can throw for like 200 to 250 yards a game. You have two of the best running backs in the NFL in your backfield. Dearness Johnson, if they get hurt, like sustain it as long as you can without Baker until he can play. Yeah, I will say the Browns are coming into definitely the easiest part portion of their schedule. Now mm. it does involve a lot of divisional games, which are never easy. Yeah. Um, but so they got Pittsburgh next week. Uh, they have ten days to prepare for that. Then they go to Cincinnati. Then they go. That'll be tough. Then they go to New England, which is never a fun place to play. Nope. But a rookie quarterback, I think their defense will play well. They played well last night. And then they get the Lions at home. And then they play at Baltimore before the bye. I think. What you should be thinking is if you can keep Baker out till the bye. Till the bye, yes. Now that means you're gonna have to go into Baltimore without him, which you don't want to do. But by then you're gonna have Cream Hunt back because Cream Hunt's gonna be still out for about a couple weeks, two or three more weeks. Nick Chubb should be back for Pittsburgh. Exactly. Um. So that will be huge. Um. Jarvis Nick Landry. Stock. Jar- Jarvis Landry got banged up again last night. They said he's okay. Uh. And Odell Beckham is. I mean, you can tell the dude is in pain. Um. With that AC joint sprain. Um, but it's just it, it's a lot of injuries. But like Manit said, the offensive line played really well last night. I think Jed Wills coming back was huge. And Blake Hans, give it up for Blake Hans, who absolutely shut down Von Miller last night. I want to make yeah. sure he gets his love. Um, and and uh, prayers up for Von Miller because that, that, that looked like a very scary injury. Yeah. And it sounds like he's okay. You never like to see that. But shout out Blake Hans for completely shutting him down last night over on the right side. But, um, yeah, I mean, I Case Keenum – is one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league. He's not going to put the ball in harm's way, except maybe once a game. Like, like if Case Keenum throws a pick a game, like that's what you expect. And I, I'm not, but there's definitely a significant arm talent difference that you see yeah. between Baker and Case. And that Easily. was that's the one thing. But Case is going to be that guy where if he has to play, like I said, I mean I don't know how really serious this this humorous thing is with Baker, according yeah. to the coaches. You know, it it ne- it doesn't really change the timeline based on his return. He's got a lot of swelling right now, and that's the issue right now. Um, and I know, I mean, just watching him last night, it's killing him that he hasn't missed a game in eight years because he played all of high school and he played. He never missed a game in college, and he's never missed a game as a professionals. And I just never, I just, I feel so bad because it's like you know, he he's getting a lot of hate right now, and it's like people don't realize like he's not hurt, he's injured. Yeah, exactly. it's bad. It's not good. And um, if he continues to play on it. Stefanski was saying yesterday, you know, if something were to happen again, where if he were to land on that shoulder wrong one more time, it could actually get, it can get worse. Yeah. And I don't want this to be a, like a Colt McCoy type situation 
where all of a sudden you have a shoulder injury that ruins you for the rest of your career. Exactly. And I just and, I think it's safer. You have Case Keenum. You have a respectable backup quarterback, and you have a defense that's playing well. You have the running game. You have the weapons. If Case Keenum can keep this team afloat to the bye week, Baker can come back for that stretch. He's not going to be healthy. Absolutely not. But is he going to feel better? Yes. Yeah. And will he be ready to make a stretch run? Because the back half, the last third of the Brown schedule is brutal. Yeah. It's absolutely brutal. And I just think this is the easy stretch. Even if you can get him to the Baltimore game. Like, yeah, exactly. Play Case Keenum through Detroit. Case Keenum can beat Pittsburgh with the running game. I don't, Pittsburgh's not a good team. They can go to Cincinnati and win. That'll be that'll tough. be it'll be a tough. That's game. gonna be. Yeah, gonna I be really, one. I but they, really think the Bengals are underrated. But they can win that game. I see. I think they're a little overrated. But they can beat New England with a rookie quarterback on the road, with that defense, and exactly. they're going to beat the Lions. They can beat the Lions with Nick Mullins. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, sorry, get, to, sorry dude, to stab get, that in there. Dude, no, just trade for Johnny Hecker and make him the QB, <laughs> dude. But enough about the Browns. Let, let's move on to the team actually that beat the Browns last week. I want to talk about the Cardinals and the Cowboys a little bit because they might be the two best teams in the NFC. Yeah, with with the Cowboys. How- the Cardinals looked they're 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 getting to a point where they're almost impossible to ignore. It's not a fluke anymore. Yeah. The Cardinals are really good, and the Cowboys are right up there with them. Yeah. The, the Cardinals, I I think that they're for real. I think Kyler Murray has been phenomenal. Um, with the Cowboys, I don't know. Cowboys do this all the time. They always have a good regular season. They look good, and then the playoffs hit, and then all of a sudden they just fold. Now I don't know. This Cowboys team does seem different. They do seem like they're kind of more on the same page. You know, I don't really see as many weaknesses as I do or as I did before. Um, at least in the Dak Prescott era. Um, so I think the Cowboys definitely are for real. You know, barring any type of Injury to Dak or um, and any other key, key player on that team. Um, Zeke. Yeah, Zeke. Yeah, I would say. Uh, Tony Paul. Mm, Zeke, uh, Zeke has been playing pretty good. Yeah. Zeke is actually, yeah. yeah. Zeke looks like he did when he first came into the exactly, league. Exactly, yeah. Zeke looks like he should when Dak Prescott is there. I think that's the most underrated part of people destroying him for last year. Yeah. So, yeah. He has succeeded because Dak Prescott is there. Exactly. With him. It was a hard adjustment without him, and he's looked just like he should with Prescott back. Oh, yeah, as soon as Dak's out there, it's like, all right, everybody look to Zeke. Uh, that's, that's basically what happens. There's nothing much you, you can do as a halfback when, you know, the defense stacks the box on you because they know you're not going to th- th- throw the ball because you don't have Dak. So. The only thing that worries me about this Dallas team is the defense. Trayvon Diggs. That More on that <laughs> we'll later. Be, we will, oh, we're so getting to that later. But... Oh, um, Dallas, Dallas's defense worries me. Like their offense can keep up with any team that puts points. on They the have defense. the best offense in the NFL. They have one of the best. I'm not ready. Greg to zero the line, best baby. Yet. With how Mahomes is playing, it's the best. Greg the leg. Well, I would say they team. have better weapons than Kansas City already. Kansas City needs to put Patrick Mahomes in Rice. I'll tell you that right now because there's <laughs> something messed up with him. Oh, He's making bad decisions. But well, that's a topic for another day. But. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I still think I still think LA is relevant. I think LA is still very relevant, but they were handled by Arizona. People, here's the thing: Arizona is not getting enough credit right now. That was no, that was how a very impressive. And look, yes, the Browns were horrible defensively. They yeah. blew coverages. Baker was clearly hurt. Um, they still got handled. 
and they got ab- but they got absolutely handled. The run game wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing was working. It it's time people start looking at the card. Like the Cardinals are Super Bowl threats yeah. at 100%. And Kyler Murray is 100% right now the MVP. Mm-hmm. And I know I was talking about Lamar Jackson last week. I I I do think Lamar is up there cuz I mean, they they made a statement last week. Yeah. But you know, right now, I mean, it's Kyler Murray and I, I it's just there's that team is that defense, the veterans that they added, JJ Watt, AJ Green, they're all making differences. And even though JJ Watt doesn't actually have Shout out to AJ Green for the incredible comeback, by the way. Bro, yeah, no, I got him on fantasy because I'm like fell off a cliff yeah. and now After his career is getting revived. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, he's not the number one option. He's anymore. not number all one. All the pressure comes off of him. Yep. So it's you know, everyone's so focused on DeAndre Hopkins that and I mean, I will say, DeAndre Denzel Ward played his tail off last week against DeAndre Hopkins, and got absolutely hosed with a couple pass interference calls that were not pass interference. But um, they, when you're DeAndre Hopkins, you're gonna get those calls. Get so those calls, right? I, uh, but you know, I'll, I'll have a, little, I have, so I have some words about the referees coming up here in a little <laughs> bit because this is this is getting ridiculous. But let's move on to let's go from some of the top teams in the NFC to definitely the worst. Um, the Jaguars were able to pull off a win across the pond against the Dolphins, which they're means... Still, they're still winless in the country where American football matters. Which means, unfortunately, the Detroit Lions are the only winless team still in the NFL. and they, they The Jaguars have, have not won inside the U.S. Yeah, so, technically, they a, said, the win, Lions can... Winless in the country they where have, American uh, football matters. The wrong a, fo- the, not the wrong football. The other football matters over there. So, they, had, they had, I would say an opponent that they probably thought they could beat in Cincinnati, and yeah. they honestly played their worst game of the year. That was uh, Dan Campbell's calling out Jared Goff. It's Good. just an absolute Sox. mess. Uh, this is your guys' safe space. I don't think— It is okay to just talk about the Lions here for a few minutes. and Yeah. Um, Lions suck. Jared Goff <laughs> sucks. Um, yeah, Dan <clears throat> Dan Campbell had every right to call it Jared Goff. And actually, Zoic Bell on his Instagram— Put out, I guess he has like a podcast or something Joy like that. Joy Bell dub, and I love he Bell. and he called Joy out Bell's he, from where I'm from. He's from really he's great. And he he called out Jared Goff. He called he Good. called he called him out and said that like Jared Goff like he doesn't show like that passion to win. Like he just he just doesn't he doesn't show that type of like that want that grind that type of will that Stafford had or whatever. And and you know he pointed out all these throws that Jared Goff missed, um, like the one to T.J. Hawkinson where he had him on a wheel route, and if he, you know, simply if Jared Goff, you know, because the Lions were down 7-0 in the second quarter, I think, and it was like a third down, and Jared Goff had Hawkinson wide open on a wheel route. And if he hits him, that's a TD. Oh, and all of a sudden, you're tied seven. God. You're tied at seven apiece, and that's a big morale boost for your team. But instead, he misses that throw. Lions punt the ball away. And then it just spirals from there. It's so painful to watch. That was. It's so painful. It, it sucks it's because so because painful to because watch. the defense can only the de- defense can only play good for so long. Like the defense has has kept the Lions in these games for the last like three or four weeks or whatever. Surprisingly, but at some point, you know, the dam is gonna, is gonna break, and it broke because you know defense can't survive that long with the offense not doing anything. Yeah. It's just it's such a it's such a. It's more of like a mindset thing. It's like, okay, you know, we're getting stops. Like, come on, can the offense finally step up? And when the offense continuously just doesn't step up. The as defense a, wills break. Exactly. The defensive the, players the de- wills defense break. Defense is like, okay, we, we, we can't do anything it's, more. Like, you know, we can't we can't do anything else. We're, yeah. trying, we're trying our best, and you guys can't score. And so um, that's kind of what we saw Sunday is the defense was kind of like, we can't 
do this anymore. Yeah. I'm like you have guys have got to score. Like we can't keep we can't keep saving saving. It your can't butt. be like this every game where you don't start playing where, to the fourth yeah. quarter. You know, and especially when you don't have Stafford back there. You know, so it, it was just sad to see. I think the Campbell calling off Goff thing was blown out of proportion because of one quote. He reneged on that later. Like he said, it's not just him. Like he called him out initially. Then said it's the entire team needs oh, yeah. to step up, but Goff does need to it, step up yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, it, he was it holding him Goff. accountable for the first time this season. It's something he needed to do. Yeah. Jared Goff has been less than serviceable. This yeah, year. it's it's yeah, again. And he's been less than what he was expected to be, and he was just saying that Goff needs to step up. The rest of this team does as well, but when your quarterback isn't stepping up, it's hard for the rest of the team to do so. Yeah, and um, so. I've been on the Matt Corral train since the beginning of the year. I think he was one of the best quarterbacks in college football going into the year. And I think that's who the Lions should take. Well, right now they're getting the first pick. I think that's who the Lions should take with the Rams pick. I know he's going to rise up the draft boards, but you still have a generational player in Kayvon at one. You yeah. can't pass him up. No, it, he's he's going to be the Miles Garrett of this franchise. I mean, I'll be, I'll be bold. I don't think a quarterback goes in the top five of this year's draft. I think Matt Corral falls. I don't think well, – there, there's no quarterback good enough to be taken no, that that's high. What I'm no, saying, Spencer – I don't know why Spencer Rattler was ranked top five going that's Spencer Rattler draft. might he's, not even enter the draft at this he's point. He's so bad. No, that's, that's what I've been saying is that he's like, gonna there's, no, there's no good QB in this like draft. The like, Lions don't need to draft Matt, one. Matt Corral can be that guy. I would I wait think. a couple years I for think. Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. That's yeah. what I would wait for. Ooh. Literally, I would I would not draft to keep. Or maybe in DJ if he plays a little better. Literally, you're literally going in your option like going into last draft. Your options were were either draft a QB then, or you got to wait two or three years. And the Lions didn't get Fields when he was there, which is fine. I'm not saying that was a bad move, but I still think Corral's worth the pick. I would not not at one. Not, not at one. Not at one. Not I said one. with the second now, pick we have the Rams pick we have. Oh, I got you. The Rams yeah, pick, you that. take Corral later of the first round. You still get Kayvon at one. You get your now quarterback. That, yeah, now that, you get now your that quarterback later. He's a very talented player. Great arm talent. Yeah, I feel like you could use one I of those think, L.A. draft picks and, and draft a QB lower in the draft. Because then at that point, it's like, okay, you're drafting at the lower – at least we would think the lower part of the first round as long yeah. as the Rams don't fall off a cliff here. Yeah. Um. So that being said, you know, I wouldn't mind that, but definitely do not waste no, your, no, 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 your no, no, actual take, pick you get from take, your – at this point, we're mortal locks for number one. Yeah. Take Kayvon one, please. Well, I wouldn't say a mortal lock because what are the odds Jacksonville wins another one? I think <laughs> that's, that's fair. I, the Lions are going to get one, I would say at least. So maybe if the well, okay, so then, so then mortal pull lock. Up, pull up your guys. Pull up the schedule, and you schedule. guys tell me what game do you think the Lions I... have the best chance of winning. Like, for their first win. I honestly don't think the Lions can win a game from here on out. <laughs> Let's see. So, they play the Rams <laughs> at 405. Nope, that's not working. We'll talk about um, that the game Eagles, later. The Eagles, maybe. The Steelers, Eagles maybe. maybe. I would give Thanksgiving a chance. Just Oh, I'm going, just I'm going be, that game. Thanks, going just that because game. it's so, Thanksgiving, I Thanksgiving, think. I think Thanksgiving, you have a shot against the Falcons if they don't turn Who are they playing around. on Thanksgiving? The Bears. And if, the Bears. If, if the Seahawks aren't relevant in January, they're not going to be playing Russ. No, they're going to the, let him heal fully. The only, they could beat Geno. The Lions' best chance. Would they that defense because is, Russ that is defense, probably going to leave at the end of the year. That defense so why is wouldn't you just play him? Yeah. He's not know. leaving. The Lions' uh, best Russ, chances Russ here. Russ is not leaving. I've heard, I've heard the no wife wants way. to leave. The Lions' best chances to get a game is the Eagles, 
Maybe the Steelers, but that that's on the road, and I know it's yeah. it, it's the Steelers, but that's a Steelers road game. Steelers on the road is tough. Yeah, it's so always, yep. uh, but you might the Lions have always had the Eagles number for the most part. I don't know why, but that's always seemed to be that that's always seems to be a team that the Lions usually beat. I'm this not sure why. Um, yeah, the Browns. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, the Browns with Case Keenum and. I if mean, they stay right, injured, true. it is a possibility. That is true. That's true. But in the dog pound, I don't think so. Yeah, that's again, that's a game <laughs> on the road. It's probably gonna be cold. Um, again, Dude, the Jaguars could beat the Seahawks this week. Thanksgiving. They have Atlanta. Now, we've shifted to how many more games are the Jaguars going to win? Atlanta. They could beat. They could definitely take the Jets. The Texans. Oh, I forgot they play the Jets. Yeah. They play the Jets and the Texans. It, I'm telling you right now, the Lions are mortal locks for one. Man, the Jets actually wood, have a really easy Knock schedule. on wood because I really want Kayvon. What if the Lions like, win out? <laughs> they win out and could make the playoffs. That'd be fantastic, actually. I would <laughs> that would be, be hilarious. I would cry tears of joy. Amazing. They win out. They run the t- table. Well, here's the problem, though. Now you've brought the Jets into this discussion because the Jets only have one win. Yeah, Jets, Jets are bad, too. too. Like, oh, jeez. you got to consider that Jets-Jaguars game schedule. might be the only time one of those teams gets another win. Yeah. And then the other one might go one and six. Nope, Jets are beating the Texans. Well, but now you're bringing the Texans into it. They only what have about one Tyrod. Like, well, that's true. Tyrod's probably gonna come back. Yeah, so and they're Texans. a they're a decent team when Tyrod's at quarterback. Yeah, um, they'll they are good enough to beat the Jets. Texans are right gonna now. beat the Seahawks. I'm mapping this out here. See, now he's tanking it's the gonna... Seahawks. <laughs> no, you guys just keep tanking other teams now. Seahawks. The Seahawks are still gonna get wins. Uh, this is okay. This is so off topic right now. Holy moly! Yeah, we've kind of we've kind of gone off the rails, but I I thought this would be fun to just try to see if you guys could try to tell me where the, the lines are, are getting get one. It's it's just it's so gonna one. Happen. So predict what's the one? Tell me wh- if they go one in sixteen. What's the one? Eagles. Eagle. Oh. Eagles. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. That was really the only two. Because Thanksgiving is just. Like the Lions always play well on Thanksgiving it's, in recent yeah, years. In recent years, yeah, Thanksgiving is usually it's kind of like the way it is for like or how it was for Michigan State when they were bad in football playing U of M is like it's it's the game like the, the, this is the one game that if you have any chance to win this is it and, so and this, it's the Bears yeah yeah again the is, Bears uh, so if there's any game that they that they could possibly win it's yeah Thanksgiving. At home against the Bears, with again, you know, the Fields didn't play great the last time they played the Bears, uh, so it's like, eh, he could, but I think honestly, I think it's the Eagles. But then again, Eagles, Eagles have so many threats. They're they're just not. <laughs> You're talking yourself in circles here. <laughs> All right, let, let, let's move The Eagles, the Eagles just aren't consistent enough. Let's move, so I don't know. Let's move on because I want to. We still have a few more topics I want to get to. This one can just be quick. I just want kind of some quick thoughts. I love this. Aaron Rodgers still owns Chicago. Absolute. And he made sure that they badass knew. behavior from Aaron Rodgers. Absolute. I I can't say this here, but this is fantastic. The Lions fan in me hates this. But it the, was part, awesome. the Lions fan it in me awesome. that hates the Bears loves this. <laughs> this is fantastic. I love it. Him walking to the corner of that end zone and just talking the crap out of those Bears fans. I still own you. I still own this city. That is. He said, I own them all my I effing life. I own them all my effing <laughs> life. And the he's Moxie, not wrong. The swagger. He ain't wrong. This is, There's the man of the hour. Owen. The moxie, We're talking the swagger, the absolute owns the Bears. balls on Aaron Rodgers. It was great. I loved it. Fantastic. Owen's haircut looks great. It does. 
Um, He's got the beard, too. Yeah. Good facial hair. It's flannel like season. It, flannel, it Friday. Is flannel Friday. Friday. <laughs> flannel Friday. <laughs> I like it. But, I yeah, it. I love to see it. The Lions fan in me at, that despises the Packers hated it. The Lions fan in me that despises the Bears absolutely loved it. Owen, thoughts on Aaron Rodgers and owning the Bears? I love it, man. <laughs> it's... <clears throat> I know that some people aren't the biggest of Aaron Rodgers fans, but that's just respect at the end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yell that at the opposing <laughs> crowds. The funny thing about crowds. It, it'd be one thing to do it if it wasn't true. He's exactly he's 100%. So right. yeah, he's, he's so right. right. He ain't right. He ain't wrong. Just, I still own the city, baby. He that's still owns literally the city. their dad. Oh, my mama. Oh, my mama. Oh, my mama. <laughs> let's. let's so, yeah, just always good to oh, have. Oh wait, I want to hear what Owen has to say about the Lions. Oh yeah, that, we yes. just talked about the, We just went. We literally just talked for the Lions about for like ten minutes. Yeah. Um, okay. So in the mess that is the Lions right now. Well, I was at the game. I was working with Fox. So I was with right next to Chris Myers and everything the entire time. I got to meet Jared Goff, but um, nice. it was such a boring game. Like oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> being there. In per- I thought like I can't even imagine watching on TV, but being there in person, like. I literally <laughs> sat, went and just sat down, looked at my phone. I thought that was more interesting. I was like in the the Fox booth or whatever, yeah. and I decided I was like, I'm gonna go watch this TV instead for the other You're games. Terrible! It was so <laughs> boring. Like nothing happened in the first half. I yeah, was the like, first half, I'm like, oh, the Lions can, the Lions can probably <laughs> I guess, whip, but I was win like, this game, like you know, like ten to yeah. seven or something like just, that. It was, oh my and all of a sudden that third quarter for the Bengals just. Whew. It was brutal. It was, it was so bad to watch. It was. What do you What do you think the Lions should do with their two first rounders? Is another discussion we had. Yeah, I they're think, they're two. I think, they're uh, two extra ones that, that they get from LA. Right. We all agreed they got to go Thibodeau at one. Thibodeau at one. Yeah, unless an injury happens. Tom because Thibodeau. There's not a quarterback. I, I, Tom I, don't, don't go quarterback I made a prediction. One, yeah. I don't think a quarterback goes in the top five this year. Probably not. I've seen Matt Spencer Corral Rayleigh. at like 10, 12 or something like that. Matt Corral, the Lions' second but, pick. Uh, Peyton Thorn? I don't. No. I don't think you got to force a quarterback pick with your second. Peyton Thorn can't even come out. I, I really <laughs> don't think so. It's not going to be. You're still not going to be competitive next year. That's true. I think you got to wait. Like if you know, with you got to look at not even like this upcoming year, but the year after as well. You all, you already got to be scouting for that far in the advance. The thing is, in two Stroud, years, baby. that's Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Stroud baby. And possibly DJ Uyaga. Ukulele. Yeah, I'm, what I'm saying is, don't just because you need a quarterback doesn't mean you have Kate to draft one with that. This is true. With, with your first Kate round pick. Like Kevin, go get, go get to the the audience, Kevin. Give me JJ McCarthy for the lie. JJ McCarthy. JJ. All right, so we'll move on to this is kind of the final game that I want to talk about, but just kind of the Raiders bounce back after kind of a tough week, and I thought they would. I thought they were going to play really well this week. Yeah. Jared Goff looked really good. Um, but they bounced back. They dominated the Broncos in Denver. Like, absolutely dominated them. Um, and just, you know, maybe some quick thoughts of just, you know, kind of how the Raiders responded to the whole week that they just had. Yeah, that was good. Cause I thought the Raiders were kind of going to crumble an interim head coach coming in. You know, that's always not good because they could kind of switch up the culture and that sort of thing. But they seem to be better without Gruden. So, I don't know. Maybe all that maybe all that derogatory stuff was holding them back. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but they look good. So, Interesting stat, interim coaches have had a winning record in the past 10 years. In the first game after the firing. Mm-hmm. Hey, I the, think they the were Lions undefe- won last they, year first game. Yeah. They were, I think they're still undefeated in the past like five years. It it's happens a every time because 
you don't know what the game plan is going to be. You this is you're playing free. Ninety nine percent of the time, it's a first time coach. Usually, not ninety nine percent, but usually it's a first time coach who hasn't had experience game planning, really, other than for their side of the ball, and you don't know what they're going to throw at you. And yeah, it works because it really allows the players to kind of like play free. They're like, okay, well, you know. Everybody's out the door, so let's just go, go go out there and have fun. So I think the only one that may have lost, I know when the Browns fired Hugh Jackson, the Browns' first game with an interim head coach was against Kansas City, and oh, they, wait, they lost a, really yeah, bad. That's right. Um, but they won the next week against Atlanta, um, and that so based that one to me really counts as the first game. So I think the point still stands. It's just Kansas City that year. That was like Mahomes' rookie year. Rookie year yeah. That was that was an insane team. We just got we just got crushed. But I mean, also you got to consider the fact that it's the Broncos and. Their wins are against the Giants, Jags, yeah, and Jets. We were talking about that. And I don't think they're a good team. Like, yeah. we, we saw that last were like, night. Like they were, I didn't believe in them, but it, it's just, yeah. I feel like you got to beat the Broncos at this point. We were talking about did. that earlier because we were basically we were talking about the Thursday night game, and mm-hmm. we were just mentioning like, I mean, the Broncos just—they're not a good team. They beat no. teams that are just worse than them. Yeah, um, exactly. So, final talking point here, kind of some news, kind of coming around throughout the week. That, I mean, I'm not even really sure whether any of this really is true or not. I, I have a hard time believing it's not. But Deshaun Watson all of a sudden is coming back onto the radar. There's a proposed, apparently, the Lions. them, the Dolphins, and the Washington football team. Or the a, Broncos. Or the, the Broncos, Broncos in a three. One, either the Broncos or the Washington football team joining a three-team deal with the Texans and the Dolphins that would send Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins and send Tua not to Houston. But I, to one of those other teams, I think it's just smoke. and Houston would just collect all the picks. I think it's just smoke. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's real because, I, and Brian Flores came out this morning and said, you know, I mean, what else is he gonna say? But he came out and said, two is our quarterback. Um, we have had no t- communications about anything other than that being the mm-hmm. case. We're trying I to get think, Tua ready for this week. So, I think the biggest thing is that the NFL. I don't, regardless of like, what progress is made in that lawsuit. I don't think they're going to let him play until there's a resolution there. Yeah. I don't think they let him play until that's solved. Um, Just because of everything that is pending. I mean, I don't think I would... Don't I, don't, want that. I don't know who would trade for him until that's and solved, though. Even exactly. Then, like, even if Houston decides to start him, you don't want that kind of attention. I mean, if I were to start, I all. wouldn't want to play for the... If you're Roger Goodell, you don't want that kind of attention. It's never going to work. It's... Not never gonna work. It's not gonna work right now. It's not gonna work in the future. You cannot let him play, regardless of who he's suiting up for, regardless of who trades for him or how much they trade for him. He cannot play until that's solved. I think. I haven't heard any news from that since like I don't know what's going on with that case. Yeah. Like, I only have not heard anything. I believe he has a civil like a civil hearing uh next month. I think. Okay. Um, where he's finally gonna meet and uh, he'll have to show up in court and he's gonna have to like they're gonna have the women come up and. Like, talk, talk, yeah. and, um, and like I said, I don't know how this is gonna go, and it's a very touchy subject, so I don't want to say I don't want to go out of place here, um, you know. But it, I mean, yeah, I don't know who would trade for him right now based on just the potential that he might end up in jail for a little and having to serve some time. So, um, but like I said, it was just kind of interesting this week. It kind of just kind of a little blip that showed up on uh in our notifications of like yeah. all of a sudden the Dolphins like, are yeah, exactly. it was kind of like out of left field. I hadn't I heard mean, anything about think, Deshaun Watson since the beginning. Regardless of, the of whether or not they won or lost, Tua played good last week. It, I know the Jaguars defense is absolutely terrible, but Tua, Tua was not the reason they lost. Oh, yeah, Tua, no, was, yeah, Tua yeah. was not the reason reason they Tua lost. Tua had like twenty five points on 
fantasy. Like, he, he did good. Terrible. Yeah, he didn't no, play to, bad. To his reason. So he do... also slid. Props to Tua yep. for sliding. <laughs> good job. Any quarterback. That's how you stay safe. Don't break your ribs more. Not good. Yeah, don't try to tackle somebody and tear your labrum, Baker. Come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's move into the three-minute drill because I know Manit's got something, and I, there's there's something that I want to talk about too. But, <laughs> I mean, if, if anyone else, get, obviously the, the platform is available. But we'll let Manit go first because I know he's excited about this one. So um, three minutes on the clock. Let me let me get your timer going. Um, but and you're done. All so right. Good three talk. minute drill for, Thanks, for all of our so listeners helpful. who don't know what this is. You get three minutes. The stage is yours. And then kickers. a quick panel discussion. Yes, Kevin gave a great speech about kickers last week. It, was, <laughs> it actually made the title of our episode. Um, but kickers. So Manit, I will tell you right now, your three minutes starts right now. Okay. So some people seem to think. That Trayvon Diggs oh boy. is a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. I would like to say that he is absolutely not. Regardless of how many interceptions or touchdowns he scored, he's a liability on defense. Sounds like Jared Goff. Yeah. <laughs> I Pretty much like Jared Goff. No. Um, definitely not Jared Goff. But anyway, he's just a liability on defense. You can throw at him still, which makes him not a shutdown corner. He's extremely aggressive, which makes him volatile to big plays like we saw following his pick six. Kendrick Bourne dusted him. Wide open, 75 yards to the house, overtime. It's not like it's not that the interceptions and the touchdown numbers aren't impressive because what he's doing is unprecedented, hasn't been done, to, done before at this rate, but there's a reason he's doing it at this rate. And it's because he's playing so aggressive that Face quarterbacks. Sucks. Thank you. <laughs> that quarterbacks are still throwing at him, still finding holes in his game and taking advantage of it. And whenever they make a bad pass, he's there to capitalize. Is it going to work long term? I don't think so. Because once you find a, if you all you have to do is not throw a bad pass. Realistically, if you're a quarterback. Like yeah, if you if you throw it anywhere, you're seven you done. Make, you make that sound so easy. I know. Just don't, I do just don't make throw it a bad pass. So just don't throw Jared, a bad pass. You, you do have. You see Patrick Mahomes. You do have a pass rush. You see Pat Mahomes. You do have a pass rush. He just shouldn't have done that. An <laughs> NFL pass rush coming at you. I understand that, but if if it's on target, it's not going to get picked off. It's going for yardage. I mean, if you're on target thrown at the DB, then yeah, it's going to be picked. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's still so helpful. <laughs> but, yeah, I just don't think he's playing at a defensive player of the year level yet, even though the interception numbers and the touchdown numbers are impressive. So Props who, to him for stepping up and improving his game. Who is defense player of the year, then? Aaron Donald, still. It, I mean, it's your golf. It's, it's, I'd still argue Miles Garrett. I know, but, you know. I know it's the easiest answer, but it's not going to change for a while, I feel like. It's a pass rusher's world. We're all just living in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Aaron, Aaron Donald is just ridiculous. All right. So with that, we will uh, – he, he came in a little bit short, but it sounded like he was done. So we'll move into just yeah. a quick panel discussion. Thoughts on, you know, Manit's TED Talk. Do you agree, Kevin? I need to know. I mean, yeah, I feel like to a certain extent he gets so many opportunities to get the ball picked off. <laughs> yeah, because he, he does have holes in his game. 
but I still think it's like impressive how I, I know, didn't short sell that. But I don't I don't think he sucks. Um, is is he is he not as good as ESPN? Mate, mate, mate. <laughs> <laughs> is he not as good as ESPN makes him out to be? Yeah, probably. He's probably not as good as you know as ESPN and all of them, especially Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark loves. Dude, Trayvon he plays Diggs. for the Cowboys, man, and that's gonna get you far. In life. Yeah, Ryan Clark loves Trayvon Diggs. Like he, it's, very, it's also impressive considering his turnaround from last year. Like he was just abysmal. Yeah, last so year, and I, now he's like, oh wow, he has seven picks and two touchdowns. It looks nice. Yeah, so you know, I don't think he should be defensive player of the year, but you know, I think it's respectful to have his name in the conversation. I think you can't have, I feel like you can't have the Depoy conversation and not at least mention him because I mean, right now he's a finalist for sure. Yeah, so he's also rated worse than he was last year by PFF. Interestingly, yeah, right now. but yeah, it is what it is. Owen, um. I mean, yeah, I agree. I I feel like it, he's definitely being overhyped. I, I I don't think he's gonna win. I think there'll definitely be a fall off. Like I don't see him continuing at this pace right now. It's hard to. I mean, I think the yeah. only way he falls off is if he actually starts playing defense and they start throwing the ball to him because he's actually playing on his man. <laughs> and then and then the interception numbers would look impressive because he had them early on, but then he becomes shut down later in the season. Exactly. Like, you can you can turn it, that yeah. into a in a way case, it's but better right now as is in a way it's better if short. his interception numbers go down because yes. then it shows that he's actually like shutting people down. So the best thing I I never liked it, especially in Cleveland. There's a thing about you'll see on Twitter in the games. Where's Denzel Ward? It's a good thing you're not seeing Denzel. Yeah, Ward. no, it yeah. means he's doing his that's job. Why, that's he's taking away the entire no, side no, of the field. DB <laughs> is DB and O line are those two positions where it's like, if your name isn't being called, that's it's, good. It's that good. means you're doing it's something right. Good. No, I know, and it, I just always laugh. Yeah, like it's clear but, some fans don't know like, actually honestly, the game, but it's like no, it's a good thing you're not DB, seeing him. Trust me. I, I would say DB and O line are the two hardest positions to play at a high level because you can be mm. shut down for the whole game. But if you let up that one pass, or you, sure. or you let up that one sack in the fourth, all of a sudden, you, like you're you're bad, you suck, trash. But it's like, it's, it, but it's like it's hard because yeah, because you don't see, or you're like you know, if your name isn't being called, that's good. That usually means that you're doing something right, you know. But if you're if they're pointing you out and you weren't even part of the play, then something's being wrong. Then that means you're not doing something you're supposed to be doing. So, yeah. so, I mean, I guess I'll go next. I don't probably <laughs> even need three minutes for this, but I just it it's something that now we're seeing national people point this out, and it's becoming just a real issue. So I'll start my timer. I'll have it out right in front of me. But it it's time that we need to start talking about NFL officiating because this is getting absolutely ridiculous. Oof. And now the games that I definitely focus on the most are the Browns games, and in the last three games. The Browns have been absolutely, I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, in the Chargers game, the Mike Williams pass interference where it should have been offensive pass interference. And, I mean, that cost, that directly cost the Browns the football game. The Chargers don't, that was fourth down. They get off the field. The Browns probably score again. The game's probably over. Then against Arizona, second drive of the game for the Cardinals. Denzel Ward gets called for a pass interference. When he played perfect coverage on DeAndre Hopkins, but he had a flag thrown. A couple plays later, Kyler Murray is throwing the ball away, throws it out of bounds. It's uncatchable. 
Denzel Ward turns his head twice and just lays a finger on DeAndre Hopkins, who's also pushing him back, and Denzel Ward gets flagged for pass interference. And then a couple plays later, there's a face mask call that was legitimate. I'm not trying to. That one was legitimate. Yeah. Then Ruff, Malik McDowell. The pa- Malik McDowell gets called for roughing the passer. <laughs> Kyler Murray is falling to the ground. He's throwing the ball. Oh He's yeah, the that ball. was bad. And Malik McDowell looked... basically just taps him. Gets called for roughing the passer. Yeah, was... And then later on in the game, Malik Jackson comes around on a. They. It was a miss blocking assignment, and Malik Jackson. <laughs> Kyler Murray throws the ball away. Malik Jackson lightly shoves him in the back. Kyler Murray doesn't even fall over. He stays on his feet, and he gets flagged for roughing the passer. Yeah. And then last night, there wasn't really a bad call that really hurt the Browns. But can Miles Garrett get a holding call? Yeah. Like, geez. I mean, last night with the play where Teddy Bridgewater is running for his life, right? There's so many people, and Miles Garrett's getting held right here. Like, I mean, obviously our viewer, our listeners can't see this, but like he's getting held collar, right yeah, at like the collar, collar area, yeah. literally getting held. But then guess what? Miles Garrett still does. He ends up getting the sack. He runs Teddy Bridgewater down and actually gets the sack, which is why I still think Miles Garrett should definitely be in the discussion. He has nine and a half sacks this season, guys. Nine and a half. Like Michael Strahan's record is going down. But I mean, it's just it's time that we start talking about the referees because and now those are just the Browns games, and I know <laughs> they've been they've been bad for a lot of other teams. And, but it's time that we start punishing referees for missing calls. It, it's time to stop having apology letters the next day saying, "Oh yeah, we messed that up." Suspend them. Yeah, they're referees like players too. Mm-hmm. Like suspend the referees. I'm not saying cost them their job unless it's a pattern, but you're starting to see. And Miles Garrett got drug tested this morning for the third straight week in a row. Yeah. If you if you're not going to even call him for holding, why are you even drug testing him? If he's not even that much of a threat. Just because he didn't wear the undershirt or whatever. So that's, <laughs> that's that's my two cents. That actually was three minutes, but just I I just it, it's time to talk about the officiating. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I would say suspend like if you publicly set out suspensions for that though, I feel like then guys are referees are going to get scared. They're almost going to play yeah. scared, you know. But I do agree. I think you'd be like. Well, I, we we're filling we're having someone else fill in this week kind of thing, and just we'll probably get you in next week, sort of. It's just, just own, own like up that. to it. Like I don't want to see the letter at the on Monday morning where yeah we're sorry we messed that up. Like, so like that, that they, help. which they did after the Chargers game, they came out to the Browns and said yeah we screwed that up. That should that should have been offensive pass interference on Mike Williams. It doesn't matter. You can't redo the result. That yeah. that cost the Browns it. Now, yes, there were other reasons the Browns lost the game. I'm not trying to say that. But if they don't get that call, that's fourth down. It's a turnover. The Browns probably go down and score, take a two-score lead. The game is over. Yeah, no, it's like— It's directly costing teams games. Yeah, no, I mean, mean, I'm a Lions fan, so I know all about the refs, about the refs screwing us over. And, yeah, it's it's annoying when, you know, I think that my biggest pet peeve is how they call roughing the passer. That's my biggest pet Mm -hmm. peeve. It's that in the NFL and then targeting in college. Those are my two penalties yeah. I just absolutely despised because they call it because there's no consistent ruling for it. There, there's no consistency for it. It's like mm-hmm. you, you, you touch a QB at, after he throws the ball and it's roughing the passer, and apparently you can't put your weight down on, on, on the QB when you tackle yeah, you him. Fall on him. How man. are you supposed to tackle a QB, especially if it's like Kyler Murray and you're Miles Garrett? Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, not sit on him? Like, Kyler Murray's a twig compared to Miles Garrett. But no, that's what no, I was arguing. Just because okay. Tyler Murray's small doesn't mean we need to treat him like right. that. Right, no, exactly. You, you, I mean, you should really treat football? all quarterbacks equally, let's be no, honest. I agree. But 
it's just that no, I want to build on your point. You said the same thing, college um, and um, targeting, targeting, yeah. right? I was literally on that sideline when the referee threw it on. It was, Halliday. It was like Halliday, yeah, that was terrible. I was yeah. literally standing next to him, and it happens, and then like five seconds later, he throws it, and I was like, dude, there's no way. Yeah, no, and he's like, it's he's rough. like, he he led with his head or whatever. The, I was like, dude, the thing about tar- no, he didn't. The thing about just... targeting is, I think it needs to be kind of like. I do think there's a place for it in the game, but I think you need to. It needs to be like a flagrant foul in basketball. Well, they're also yeah, just you have get, you targeting get to, one and targeting, targeting two. two right? Yeah, targeting right. one, you get to stay in the game. Targeting two, those are for the blatant ones. Because sometimes it you just do happens. Get thrown yeah, out. No. Well, and then, but there needs to be two versions of the it, rule. It was at like the end of the game. Of that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It was at the fouls. end of the game of a meaningless game, and the next game we had to play Rutgers. Like, what if that happened against? Or net, like you know, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. You're you're the first half against Michigan. Right. Yep. It's got to be determined with intent. There's, there's got to be mm-hmm. a difference in intent because the Halliday hit was not intentional. Yeah. Sometimes no, it, it just happens. But, it's like, it, it's but there's other players call. where there is intent. No, there there where is there a should. But that's what I'm saying. There it should be, be a disparity. Like there's got to be a disparity. Two right. versions of the you rule. Have you have to go look at this in the offseason. If it's all the same thing, it's, it's so jumbled. It's such a mess. As a Lions fan, like the refs have been a pain in our ass, yeah, for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the oh. worst thing ever. And like, I like, I, I like, get that. Like, if you're a QB and you the drop the stupidest back. little nuances always happen to affect the outcomes of the Lions games. Be it hands to the face with Trey Flowers when it's right here on the horse collar, yeah, or the Calvin Johnson catch, or the 10 second runoff with the Falcons, like. Yeah. All of that. Now, I mean, if you're if you're a QB and you get like slapped in the face like by a lineman after you've already thrown on the ball, yeah, I get that. That's prop. Like, there's no reason why you should be getting you know your face ripped off. Like, I, I I understand that. But when it comes to you know when it's like a normal tackle, like as a lineman, I don't know what you're supposed to do when you're 300 pounds and you're running after a QB. Like, you, like you can't just stop on a dime like that. There's too it's much, hard. There's, there's momentum. Too much, yeah, there's too much weight well, going in one direction. But Math. that was the thing about the Malik McDowell one that I was talking about, where yeah. Kyler Murray was already falling to the ground without a push. Exactly. Malik McDowell just kind of helped him to the ground. Yeah. Um, the Malik Jackson one was absolutely the worst run. Yeah, didn't fall down. Kyler him. Murray barely moved. Exactly. He just... Pushed him a little bit in the back yeah, yeah. to kind of almost stop his momentum, and then he gets flagged. And the Browns were about to get off the field; they were still in the game at that point. Yeah, and it's just it's getting it, it's just getting a little tired. There's, That's I, all I'm saying. I think Brady even said it himself, right? The NFL has become like when it comes to QBs, they become like soft. Like I get, I get you. You want to protect the QB? Are you, are you talking about that one video where he's saying the quarterbacks need to learn how to protect the receivers better too? Where he's saying like That's they probably that one. Yeah, it I was. Sh- I just, he, it was an interview. Yeah, I just I just remember him saying that like, you know, it's yeah no yeah it is that one yeah yeah, yeah. Like, that was the I think he put that perfectly yeah that it, quarterbacks are playing with so much reckless abandon because they know they're gonna get a at flag, the end yeah. of the day they're gonna benefit from whatever happens well, but, to them so I, it's I'm, being abused I'm, well no yeah. I'm happy you called that out too because it's not just with the reckless abandonment you know how how I mentioned earlier in, a, in an earlier episode how Kyler Murray is now beginning to just throw up balls yes. yeah. to DeAndre Hopkins. To try to draw the P.I., yeah. It's the exact yeah. thing that's happening because he knows Hopkins, and it, it happened against the Browns. He was literally throwing the ball away, yeah. and Denzel Ward got flagged when Denzel Ward did nothing wrong. Yeah. It's, Especially when it's a the, spot foul, you, yeah. you you can just throw it up. And But it, that's what quarterbacks it's, are doing. It's Kyler Murray's doing it because he knows he's going to get the call. I hate to say it like this because I hate the way the NBA has gone with this, but it's transitioning into something like the NBA where you can begin to abuse that. 
quarterbacks have begun to abuse it because they know at the end of the day, they will be protected. And whatever happens to the receivers, they're usually protected too, regardless of the hits. Like, when Brady said it, he put it perfectly, that they need to stop playing like that. And you also have to play to protect the receivers. Like, Mm -hmm. if you see a safety coming over the middle and your receiver's going to get crushed, no reason to throw in the ball at all. It's pointless. Even if you're going to get a flag for it, you're putting your receiver in harm's way. Exactly. And quarterbacks need to stop doing that. So... That's just kind of the whole, you know, bit on that. that. That's a collective do, rant, I we think. We do kind of. I know, but see, I'm glad we did that because it, it, it's time. It needs to be talked about. It, it's it needs to be. And addressed. so, I mean, Kevin Owen, do you guys have anything that you guys want to talk about? No, I, I, I've said all I, I need to say. Or, I, mean, I mean, I, I was talking about like in terms of, do you want three minutes? Oh, um, are you gonna say anything? if not, we'll go to the pick them. Um, I mean, I was gonna talk about the Lions. I was yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah. Jerry. I just want to say, do you guys want to? You guys can do a joint, joint rant. one. Yeah, yeah. No, joint, joint one. Joint yeah. rant about the Lions. Okay, you go first. Because uh, I know you're probably more <laughs> optimistic. About <laughs> the right, here we go. I don't know. You guys, just three minutes starts right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I just yeah, last game was pretty bad. Like I'm not gonna cap. Like that was honestly outside of like Green probably Bay. the Green Bay game. That was undoubtedly one of the worst games that they've played. Just nothing looked right. I mean, it was like, in the first half, I was like, okay, the Lions have a chance here. Like, they, what the? Like oh, we all no. uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, the Lions have a chance here. Like, this could be another one of those, like, 17 to 14 games or whatever. But then second half, I mean, again, the defense can only do so much. And they eventually they're like, we can't do this anymore. Jared Goff looks terrible. Like, I thought he would at least, you know, make this team be able to float. But, like, the offense is only scoring like 14 points a game. You can't you can't survive on that, you know. Um, and the Lions aren't supposed to be good, but Jared Goff hasn't looked good either. And I was hoping that maybe he would look good enough to where it's like, okay, if we like can get – Like he did in L.A. It's like, He's yeah, not even playing like he did on more, his old I was, team. I was hoping like, okay, maybe Jared Goff can play good enough to where if we can get some guys around him, maybe this could be a decent team. Uh, but right now, Jared Goff looks like pure ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Goss not the answer. Let's be honest. You just said it yourself. Even if you put good receivers around him right now, yeah. you wouldn't look good. I mean, we saw it last year in L.A. Like, I was not impressed with this performance. Obviously, the Super Bowl year, yeah, he was good. He was good. But it's just he's not the answer here. He's a filler quarterback until you find the next guy. I, I feel like the same thing with Campbell. I'll keep saying that over and over again. I feel like he's almost the wrong Ron Garden hire of – the, the Lions, like, he's going to be here three, four years, and then he'll start competing. It's not going to work out. He might be fired halfway through. He might be fired after the season. I don't know. Maybe someone else will just come up that's a better option, and they'll take them. That's what I think about that. I, I just feel like Goff, you saw him. He can't throw it more than 20 yards down the field. Exactly. He was missing wide-open guys. Even if he did, even if he had good receivers— it there was matter. no he, chance. Yeah, he he, can't, had, he, he gave can't. nobody no and chance. It, and again, I know it's not all on golf. I know the team is bad, but it's but like— Also, another reason, like, even if, like, the, why would the defense play up to their ability, you know, because they're down by so much and they know that golf isn't good? Yeah, exactly. Why would you give 100% effort? Exactly. Yeah, that's gonna, basically it's, what happened. It's hard to. Yeah, that's, that's, why would you put that's, your body that's on the line? That's literally what Joyke Bell said. He said, right. you know, he said— you could see in the defense how they just gave up because they because right. they didn't want to play for him like right. they like that they don't want to play for a QB that doesn't really show that type of grind he's, that he's will a nice win. guy and everything but just at the end of the day he's yeah, just he's not, here yeah, to he's, fill exactly you know? yeah he's not he's not playing good and Campbell yeah he called call him out and he should have because you know again it's not all on Jared Goff but it starts with Jared Goff he's the veteran he's supposed to be the one guy that it's supposed to look good him and T.J. Hawkinson are supposed to be the two guys that are supposed to 
kind of lead the team and look decent enough. But so far, Jared Goff has not looked uh, anywhere near like how he does in L.A. And maybe this is why Sean McVay <laughs> let him go because he saw this. So It's kind of sad when you score the sixth least points in the NFL and your defense tries. Exactly, yeah. Defense has actually been playing surprisingly well the past three yeah, other than, four, four I mean, weeks. Other than Green Bay, and like if you take out those two games, the scoring margin isn't that big. Yeah, that and probably San Fran, you know, the the first game. But even then, the Lions still came back. That, yeah, that, that was the most points they scored in that game. Yeah. Yeah. That was the most points they scored in, that, in, in, in the whole season was that game. But um, I don't know, man. The Lions, like, I mean, I know they're supposed to be bad, but this is frustrating because Jerichoff just sucks. Like, he, so he's, he, he's just garbage. Oh. All right, so, I mean. We kind of gave all of our thoughts on the Lions. Yeah. Nice little thing. At least we get Owens getting Owen a little bit more involved in the conversation. But it's time to move on to happier thoughts. At least for oh, me. Not for me. Let's go. Um, I had a rough we, week. Let's move into the we pick run in the table. Week seven. Manit had a really good week. He had nine points last week. Kevin has dropped into the basement with me. Damn it. 35. Owen is somehow in second place. Look at Owen. But he's still <laughs> seven back off the league. Second we, is the best. <laughs> we have we have some ground to make up, fellas. Um but yeah. Manit has to pick all of these games first, and then he does the upset special last. That's, that's the so... rules. No, that's no, totally fair. fair. That's so unfortunate. No, it's, so it's unfortunate. Fair. So Manit, Manit for you for being in first place. It's the job of first place. I'm in first place in my uh, family pool, and they already told me, like, I'm, I'm going home for the weekend, and they're like, well, you have to make your picks first. I'm like, I will happily do it because I'm in first place. Like, yes, I will happily do it. Um, So will they cover for this week? We have some absolutely massive numbers. Like, all three of these spreads are in the double digits, which is something that we have not seen yet this year. First one, Chicago, plus 12.5 at Tampa Bay. And news just came out of Tampa Bay. Antonio Brown has joined the list of inactives. He will not play this week. Antonio right. Brown, Rob Gronkowski. Whoa! Whoa. Um, Spicy. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. Chicago, 12.5-point underdogs at Tampa Bay. Will they cover? You know what? At this point, listeners, whoever listens, my picks may not be betting advice, but they might as well will be because they've hit so often in the past few he years. He was three I for three think, last week. I don't think I've missed my upset special in the past four weeks. That's I think that's accurate. And last week he picked last. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've missed my upset special in the past four weeks. So take that as you will. Chicago will cover. I think Justin Fields finally has his first big passing day this Buck's secondary is in shambles. They lost Richard Sherman. They literally yeah. have nobody left. I didn't even see when they actually signed him. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they, they have absolutely no, nobody left injured. on this defense. I think Allen Robinson is his day. I've been yeah. waiting I've been waiting for him because he's on my fantasy team. I took him over Cooper Cup and I regret that so hard. Yeah. Obviously. I want but it. I think Allen Robinson finally has his day against the weak secondary. And Chicago's able to cover. They won't win. Basically yeah, team, yeah, we Tom get Brady it. We won't. get it. We get it. But, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, yeah. Kevin. Uh, I want to go against Manit here, but I can't. I got to take Chicago. Um, I think they're going to. Let's go. 12 and a half. I think they'll cover that. Now our next, they did last year. Our next, our, our next two spreads. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh boy. that'll be different news. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what? I'm going to go against them. We're trying to make up the ground. <laughs> here, here, here we go. Here we go again. <laughs> I, oh, I'm agreeing. I, I don't think they cover either. I think this is two touchdowns for Tampa Bay. Yeah, I just, I don't, I I don't That's know. 
I'm not sure Fields is the answer. I'm just going to say that right the now. The minorities just, versus the I just, whites. Tampa Bay, here's <laughs> the thing. Jesus Tampa God. Bay's offense is going to be lethal. When you, Antonio Brown or not, like, that offense is insane. I, two touchdowns to me is an absolute run that to the bank. Two touchdowns for Tampa Bay. Easy. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'll take that. I just don't – Chicago's offense, I just don't think it's going to do anything. Um, second spread. Detroit and L.A. Revenge game for both QBs, baby. Yes, it is the <laughs> double game. revenge game. <laughs> double the revenge double game. Revenge game. Um, Detroit is 16 and a half point underdogs at LA. And guys, this isn't even the biggest spread of the week. Oh God. Oh God. So I ask you, will the Lions cover? No, no. Stafford's going to toy with us. That defense, Tracy Walker may be one of the highest rated. Highest racist? No, highest, (laughs) highest rated safeties. He's the highest. Okay. All right. All right. right. Highest safety in the league. Highest rated safeties in the NFL, but. He's gonna have his Matthew Stafford is just gonna rip us to shreds. It's it's gonna be so sad to see. I'm gonna be happy for him when he wins a Super Bowl at the end of the year and gets his MVP trophy. But like, this is gonna be painful. We all just got silent. We're like, did he? Uh, I mean, look, the Rams are good. I don't know if they're that good. They're winning Super Bowl. I'm I'm maintaining my pick from the beginning. Of course of the you. Year. I have the I had the Packers and all of a sudden that's kind of looking okay. You yeah. know, this is... after week one it didn't look spicy, but now except I have the Browns in there too. So you know, this <laughs> is this is a this is a bad spread. <laughs> it is pretty bad. It's this a weird a spread. spread. It's never good when you're on the team that's the underdog facing. The Sixteen summer. and a half. 17 mm, points. 17 points. I just don't think there's Will any the Rams will left in the Lions right now. I mean, you look at what they did to the Giants last week, and I understand the Giants have their own issues, but, like, I mean, the Giants... The Giants have a more respectable defense than the Lions. Yeah, and the Rams just ripped them apart last week. On the road, too. This one's in L.A. Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking? I think you should pick against me. Yeah, honestly... I, Believe in your team, Kevin. Honestly, yeah. Since yeah, I, I'm gonna take the Lions here. I just I don't know. I have a weird feeling that they're not gonna win, but they're they're, they're gonna get within like 16 points. They need to be within three scores. That's it. Yeah. So I think <laughs> that's that's a lot easier said than done. Were you the one the, that said don't throw a bad pass? Yeah, <laughs> you're like it's not you just said the dude. You're like the guy on the couch eating his potato chips. Like, just, I, I could do that. I, I do that. I do that. I could do, do better. Than I could have made that pass. No, for but sure. I'm gonna take the Lions here. I, I think no they'll cover. I feel like it'll be one of those late scores where the Rams are just oh, playing pre If that happens, I'll be so upset. <laughs> it'll be one of those like backdoor cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be like let's see. It'll be like we'll say it's like 31. To like fourteen, it will be like it will be like that, and, we'll, and then the Lions are gonna go and score like a pity touchdown with like. <laughs> That'd be so bummy. <laughs> That'd be so bummy. Jared Goff yeah, just, so just keeps just keeps dinging and dunking his way down the field, and then they end up scoring with like thirty seconds to go, <laughs> and they cover. Heck, what do you got, Owen? No, no mercy. Stafford's gonna pour it on. Yeah. Why would he? No way, Sean McVay's gonna let it. <laughs> no, no, Jared, no, no, way no, Sean Jared Goff. Goff right. Why blood. would you? We no. just talked, Kevin. We just ran in about how the defense wouldn't even play for their quarterback. <laughs> hey, rivalry they, game. They'd play for rivalry. Stafford. Stafford's coming back, baby. Guys, they just got blown up by the Bengals, bro. There's exactly. no way they're covering against the I, I, Exactly. On the I got to go against. I, I got to go against. So you are, you are, you're alone in that one. Yeah. I, I, um, I got to go And now I, the final one, the team I still have yet to Can't wait till the Lions out. win. I still have not successfully picked this team right and will they cover. I'm dead serious. Because <laughs> you think they're going to cover every week. No. Last week I said they wouldn't. He said they wouldn't. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> I, I told who? you. 
The Colts. The Colts. Oh, you, guys were right. like, you guys were looking at me all crazy for that. Oh, I'm like, what goodness. do you mean? No, Monique got that one, I think, too, because I believe he got all of them last yeah. week. Yeah. But yeah. Houston, yeah, spoiler, uh, it's Houston. Again, they're our favorite team in this. Houston, 17.5-point underdogs at Arizona, the only undefeated team in football. Will Houston cover 17.5? My goodness. D-Hop's been kind of dead lately. I think. What are you talking about? What do you he mean, dead? Hop had a big week last week. Yeah, definitely. He threw, yeah, a, he threw Mon- a nice little deadline. You know, Monique's pick is automatically invalid with that statement. Um, D-Hop had a... Uh, AJ Green. AJ Green. He's been kind of dead lately. I think he goes off He's back. this week. I think... Hopkins returns big, and J.J. Watt has his way with his former team, as does Hopkins. Oh, rivalry so game. Yes, <laughs> yes um, I know, another revenge game, but not both ways. Give Except me for maybe David Johnson. Yeah, seven, David Johnson dude, runs for 200. These the spreads are huge. <laughs> like These spreads are <laughs> massive, bro. I know, it makes it Give me now. Houston to cover, bro. These... They didn't cover last time it was this big. Against I don't Buffalo? Ca- I don't care. They didn't <laughs> score a point. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. This is a big spread. This is a big ass spread. Seventeen yeah, and a half it points. Was a, we just Kevin, bro. It's the Texans, bro. And I haven't figured that out. Davis Mills. I don't care. I'm taking the. I'm taking Houston. Taking them. Rocking the boat with Houston. Come on. I'm sticking with Manit, man. <laughs> just what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you know what, Kevin? I'm gonna really have you out on an island this week for will they cover? Because I, I. I'm done with I can't, Houston. I told I can't you I wait would until never Houston wins and the Lions win this week. It's gonna be so amazing. I, <laughs> I told you. You, you, you I call said, me. You I call said, me. Okay, dude. If both of these win, call you me. guys. Oh man. I said. Call me. I said two weeks ago I will never pick Houston to cover again. I'm sticking to it. They will not. If if, if both the Lions and Texans win, you guys all owe me Chipotle. <laughs> you just call me. You can. I'll be like, yep, call up, everybody. Speaker, I'll listen, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I will too. I can't Chipotle wait. Sponsor us. Can't wait okay. till the Lions win. Week six. Qdoba's better. I know it is better. It, it, yeah. well, free queso. Uh, yeah. week, and free guac. Week, okay, move on. <laughs> week, because now we're getting into a bit of a time crunch. Week we'll six, okay. pick them. Uh, F class. Yeah, me too. There are some, there's a lot of teams on buy, so there's not a lot of games yeah, to pick from this week. Um, but we're, it's still going to be a fine week. The I got six games on, on here. Yeah, I know. That's true. They, a lot of them are. But. First game, kind of a very intriguing game. Bengals at the Ravens. Ravens surprised me last Ravens week. Ravens had a statement win last week. Yeah, Bengals. They did. They looked really Ravens good. Ravens surprised me. I, yeah, and, and that's I was the only one that picked them. Thank that's, you why, that's why I hesitate against... I had the against, defense? Oh, boy. That's why I hesitate picking against them, but I think Cincinnati's got something going this year. I don't know. I think... Bengals on the road. I know it's on, I, it's on the road, which is super tough, but they've looked good. They look really good. Uh, I don't know about Since that Jacksonville, one. they look really good. I mean, the Bengals do, do look good, but I still think they're one of those teams that's not complete yet. That's, that's true. They have defensive issues. They do have yeah. defensive issues. So, with that being said. But Jesse Bates is also. I mean, so does. They can't hurry stop. Up, choose when they, they can't stop the run. Cincinnati cannot yeah, stop the they run. They can't stop the run. Yeah. And that's Except the when Ravens Detroit do. abandoned it and didn't even try. So, you know. They can't stop the run. It's just Give me Cincy. Simple. Wow. Give me Baltimore. Yeah, he's opened the door here. Folks. <laughs> yeah. He's like, whoa. It's just one pick. <laughs> the only problem is if, if they actually do pull it out, we're we're going to be in trouble. But he has opened the door here. Um, I did this a couple Baltimore. weeks ago, and it didn't really burn me. So Chris Myers said a big best on Fox. Like, the Bengals are good, but they're not the Browns or Ravens. Yeah. Give me the Ravens. Yeah. Bengals are definitely good, but they're one, they're not complete yet. They're kind of like the Browns from like two y- y- years ago when they first got Odell and all. When them. they got kinda their like, hype originally, yeah. No, I think and it's then like they Baker's rookie year. 
Yeah. That was that year. But I think I just don't think they're still on those teams' levels. Like I said, they can't stop the run. I think exactly. the Ravens are going to run all over them. If you have Le'Veon Bell in fantasy, this is going to pick him up, bro. Yes, sir. They're going crazy on the ground. <laughs> so, next game. Um, one of the, actually the best games of the week, honestly. It's about to be one, one of the least defensive games in the, on the whole schedule this week. Titans coming off of a huge win on Monday Dude, night. Derrick Henry's going to go for it. 200 and like three touchdowns and still lose. It's going to be funny. We didn't even talk about the Monday night game. That Dude, was that fantastic. Ending. That ending. Oh, my. But the Chiefs are at the Titans. And Patrick Mahomes looks very much human right now. Yeah. What are we thinking? Is Julio going to be back? Because I don't know who Julio, Julio is back. He played okay. last week. Okay. Yeah. Um, Derek he Henry. made an insane catch yeah. on Monday night. Yeah, he did. Derrick Henry. Ooh. King Henry. That Chiefs defense is bad. Let Manit make the pick first. I know. Hurry up, Manit. <laughs> God said damn it. it. Oh, I'm sorry. I, already I said didn't it. hear you. I said Derrick Henry's going to run for 203 touchdowns <sighs> and still lose. Damn it. Oh, and still lose. Okay. So he's going with the Chiefs. He's going with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Which is legitimate. Oh, Patty boy. Ice. Which is legitimate. Patty Ice. Parmy wants to Never take. Never do that again. Army wants to take the Titans, but Patty Ice, Pat Mahomes. Short week for the Titans, and that was a very emotional win. <laughs> it's always a th- Pat Mahomes is always a threat. I don't care what anybody says. Um, side note: his family is a bunch of psychos. Um, yeah, I agree. That's a, I, would, that's a I wanted to comment on <laughs> his, that. But his like, family is a no one, yeah. The only, Jackson, no, you disrespectful dude, no, bleep. His, his You're you are such s- a bum for dancing on Sean Taylor's memorial. I hope you know that. I hope you accept <laughs> that. And I hope you acknowledge it because it's yeah, that true. Was, that was, that so was one of the most disrespectful okay. things I've ever seen. Okay. No, I think we need to ah, have a chat about it. No, we only, need to move on. The only sane part of his family is probably his mom who said that yeah. there should be a different category for picks that aren't the QB's fault where it just bounces off the receiver's hands. Cause I, cause That's I, interesting. Because it goes on Mahomes' I mean, stats as a pick, but Tyreek Hill just completely He was also the, the luckiest ball. quarterback in the NFL last okay, year. Okay, so. shut up. Okay. He was. Kevin, um, Chiefs or Titans? See, this is a toss-up game. Oh, my God. Just say it. <laughs> just pick. Pick. Come on. Give me the Lions. Just kidding. Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs. Chiefs. Give me the Lions. Give me the Lions. Oh, I said Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs. Yeah, Sorry. there we go. I, did, I, thought you were, I thought you were just Mm-mm. saying what you said. <sighs> and this is a chance we go off the board. I just think after an emotional win against Buffalo, I just don't know if the Titans are going to have it in them. Chiefs, I, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Oh, those black jerseys for Arizona are so hot. They are. Look at that. D-Hop, baby. Yes, we are watching. For those of you who are unaware of what's going on, we the are Cardinals watching. have had the same jerseys for like we have twenty Sports years. Center on in the in the in the booth here, and the Cardinals have had the same jerseys for like twenty years. Those, and it still they looks need, good. They do need a it refresh. They have those good. back in the current war days. I actually have days. heard. I believe they're getting a refresh in a few years. They still look good. But moving on, Kyler Murray. Game oh. of the week, fellas. This is tough. Can someone else pick before me? Please? No. Uh, game of the week, in my opinion, the Falcons. The Dolphins. I'm, read sarcasm. <laughs> Falcons at Dolphins. This tells you what the game does. And this will be fun. It's two teams that are not very good, and let's just pick it. Falcons at Dolphins. What are we thinking? Uh, I don't know. Pick. Sorry. I didn't mean to yell. You first. No, you have to go. I get one do-over. I'm going no, Falcons. No, you can't no. make up these rules. No, no we did say that last week. You do. We did establish. Uh, as long yeah, as it's yeah, yeah. during. So I'm gonna the see what you guys game. say. Yeah. So you're. Go ahead. Well, you have to make a pick first. I said Falcons first. You made. F- okay. okay. But if he's gonna change it, it, has to be before we're done talking about this game. I know. I've already paid attention to the Falcons this year. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Kyle Pitts is a stud. Kyle is Pitts. Okay. Kyle Pitts had his first good game last week. Okay. Or two, yeah, weeks two weeks ago. ago. Their defense is horrible though. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's just, the only they difference. Just last week, they just or two weeks ago, they just happened to play a team whose offense was worse than their defense. Ooh, this is one of these like again, it's another toss up game because both the teams are like, eh. <laughs> That's um, why it's fun though. Miami was supposed to be a playoff. Maybe team. if Miami had Jacoby Brisket, I thought Miami was a playoff team. Yeah, I thought they were too, but they look ooh. Yeah. That division besides it almost Buffalo looks like is they just a train wreck. Restart the whole thing. It was, it was Might as well get guy. Jacoby Brisket. Shoot. <laughs> um, give me. Oh, see, I have two of starting fancy this week too. Shit. <laughs> do it, Kevin. Do it. Come on, <laughs> give me the Dolphins. Rock Screw it. Why not? Tua. I I I believe more in Tua than I do in Matt Ryan. <laughs> what? So, wow. I that's don't a hot know take. About that, but I got Falcons. Give me the Falcons. I'm going wow. with the Dolphins. Yes, sir. Dub. I'll, er, I'll, er, I'll er, maintain er. my pick there. I'm going with the Dolphins. Plus, it's a way for me to disagree with Vinny, but also at home, I, I just I I like it. I, like I it. love Hard Rock Stadium. Beautiful stadium. It's a way. terrible stadium. No. Don't disrespect Hard Rock. With their new reser- uh, reservation. Renovations. Imagine it's a, it's being a, imagine being the U in your home field is seventeen miles away. It's terrible, but that's terrible yeah, stadium. Not their fault. Well, that's the U's fault, not Hard Rock. <laughs> I don't care. Terrible <laughs> stadium. Hard Rock. Terrible Hard stadium. Hard Rock isn't a Hard fault Rock for has that. terrible stadium. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's move on. Eagles at Raiders. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, baby. The only late window game. Give me the Eagles. Give me the Eagles. I think. Give me the Spartans. I'm kidding. What? <laughs> Give me they the Eagles are off this week. No, I think. <laughs> I think Jalen Hurts was a big game. I think that pass rush forces him to leave the pocket a lot, and he's gonna use his legs. He's gonna—that's his advantage, really. He's an average quarterback, but when he uses his legs, he becomes above average, and they're gonna force him to do that, and he's gonna burn. Yeah, every pick I'm gonna have to. There's some that I gotta go with Manid on, and I'm gonna go with the Eagles here. I, I, I like, I, I just, I don't know why. I just don't. Eagles also have a good defense. I, Underrated. Darius Slay has had a great year. Coming back, he played awful last year. But yeah, he looks pretty good this year. I've never been a fan of Oakland or Vegas. <laughs> I've never Vegas. been. I just the. Uh, it's not that I hate the Raiders. I just never like them. I, I just they're one of those teams. Where I'm like I can't believe in them because they always start off so good and then they just collapse. Um, and you know now there's all that Gruden stuff. So I'm like, uh. but yeah, I like the Eagles. I like Slay obviously. I like Jalen Hurts. Uh, the only thing I don't like how the Eagles do. I don't like how they don't run the ball with Miles Sanders. Sanders. They don't. He Come has on. he has as many carries. He has I think he has like thirty one carries in the whole year, which is like how much. As a Miles Sanders fantasy owner last year, I feel you. Yeah, so I stayed away from him this year. Dude, why did ESPN just show a highlight of Joe Milton doing the Superman for Tennessee? Why, <laughs> dude? What? I just looked up and I saw Joe Milton doing the. That was probably Hendon Hooker. No. What number? Okay, I'm gonna. Oh, wait, wait, I just saw a black guy. Yeah, he said the Eagles. <laughs> I got Raiders. Uh, give me Carl Nassib, Derek Carr. <laughs> Carl Nassib isn't with the team right now. Max Crosby. Hell, yeah. Blake Corum. I'm also Disgusting. going with the Raiders. I think the Raiders. JJ are really McCarthy, good gross. Derek Carr's playing at. Here's the thing. Cats by three. <laughs> okay, Kevin. Over Michigan. Let's... No shot. No way. Kevin, no let's shy. focus. This is an NFL podcast. Trap game. Trap we game. love football. We're very excited this about trap game. Michigan, Michigan State coming up next weekend here in East Lansing. Er, er, er. Um, but I'm going to go with the Raiders, too. I think Derek Carr is having a very under-the-radar, really great year. If it wasn't for like Lamar and Kyler Murray, Derek Carr would probably be in MVP Ooh. conversations. Um, 
It's just right now he's so far behind everybody else. But he's having a very solid year. He's also year. on pace for like yeah, 5,500 yards. He's a bum. He, look, he, he looks like the kid from Toy Story. He's a bum. Derek Carr's having a, a sin. He, sin. He doesn't look sin. <laughs> <laughs> he's, but he's having a great year. And the Raiders' defense is really showing out. I think at home, I think they beat the Eagles. Um, Sunday yeah. night game now. The Colts were playing better. Ew. This is a Sunday night no, game? it's a good yes, game. This no, is disgusting. It. It's a good game. The this Colts is gross. It's better than last week. A lot better playing the Niners who are rested, coming off a of bye. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be back in the lineup. Yikes. What are we thinking? Colts <laughs> at the Niners. I think Many. I think 49ers need to start Trey Lance to win this game, and they're not, so they're not going to win. Carson Wentz looks good. Carson Wentz looks like Billy Carson Wentz. Eh. <laughs> Hey! I don't know about that. Carson Wentz. Sush. Oh, don't talk that on my man, Carson. <laughs> he he's very, he's him. he's kind of hated on, over hated on. I would say. Cause he's a ginger. Probably because he's a ginger. <laughs> Honestly. Michael's like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, don't make pretty un- cuts out. <laughs> <laughs> pretty underrated quarterback. I think he has another good week. Erp, and they win. Yep. Kevin. Um, give me the Niners. Jimmy G back at home yeah, Sunday night. Give Jimmy G is a downgrade. Give me the Niners. Yeah, Jimmy G is a downgrade. Screw you, from trailer, from And your Jimmy G Carson is a Wentz sexy obsession. man. Okay, we have to go all the way there. But <laughs> Manit, I'm with you though. What's next for Watson? I'm I'm 100 on the Colts here. I still think the Colts are going to win this division. People aren't even talking Ooh. about it. I still think they're going to win it. Not on my screen. There. I got. I still have Tennessee. That's a fair pick. I just the Colts are playing better and they're going to get no, back. No, I the have it, Jacksonville it's, winning the division. Oh wait, wait, so wait, so that's that's what the Colts, Texans, Titans, Jaguars. Jags. We all go insane. Oh god, it's just the Colts or the Titans I think at this so. point. We're all going Saints. I think we're all going Saints here. I don't know. The Seahawks, does anyone want to take Geno? No. I mean, no. Jameis and Geno are equals. No. no. Kidding. no. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I'm give me the Saints. Whoa, 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 whoa. Watch, this is going to be the one game where the Seahawks actually win. Oh, well. Geno Smith is going to throw up like we four We ride together, yards. we die together. Okay. Uh, no. Are you picking the Seahawks then? No. So then what are you talking about? No. Yeah, so we're all going with the Saints to wrap that up. Upset up. special time. Let's go. Upset specials. Mini, you go last. Fan Don't get too excited. I know. I get to go first because I was MM in last. last. Kevin joins me in last, but I was already in last, so I get to go first. Wow. Wow. I don't know. I don't know I about that. should flip a coin. I think we should, too. Rock, I paper, have... scissors. Nope. Coin right here. Caught in the air. Fine. Kevin, you can call it. All right. Ready? Here we go. Three, two, one. Heads. Heads it is. Fine. Yes, Kevin, you get to go first. All right. Let me pull up the fan I, I get to go second. It's not yes. really much of a difference. It's, it's just... Not... <laughs> I mean... Fan if it, if you, if you take your pick, it'd just be funny. There's not many games to pick. I... You might I know. have to dip into the picks that I we've already made. I might have to made. contradict Dude. one of my picks if, by the time it gets to me. Like, this, this contradict. Okay. Yes, like, sir. I picked a lot of yes, favorites, sir. so it's like. Okay. There's, um, there's, still, there's still a lot of games we Why didn't is pick. Packers Cardinals a Thursday night game? Can we bet on that? No. Why? Oh, there's a couple. That's next week. There's, there's, a, there's no, a couple decent spreads week, here. Oh. You got. You got. You're um, picking a Cardinals game that isn't even on the board for this. I week. know. Green Bay. <laughs> oh no, no. Okay. Um. That's not a bad line. You know what? I want to pick Week 17. Give me for right now. Hey, That's, hey, hey. Okay. Hey. There's a difference. Hey, I'm trying to choose. Thursday here. night is before the next pod. Sorry, Manit, guys, shut up, guys. Let's give Kevin his space. Kevin, <laughs> this Dude. is space safe. A space safe. <laughs> <laughs> My eye. Okay, 
Kevin, make your pick. Anytime I pick this team to be the underdog, they always at least cover or win. He's taking the Giants. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Giants and Panthers. Anytime I take the Giants to cover, they usually win. So give me the Giants. Plus three against the Panthers. Okay, I don't Panthers. feel bad With Devontae about... Booker? I... Shut up. I don't feel bad about going second because I had no, I did not have eyes on that one at all. Who'd you um, have? I still kind of looking, bro. Uh, uh, Saquon's out. Pick Washington. Oh no! Seven and a half against Green Bay. Yikes! On the road in Lambeau. I was I'm also looking at the Jets. Um, Ew! T-E-T-S. Hold on, it it my FanDuel needs to. Jets are plus seven. I know that's why I kind of like it. Ew, that's um, icky. My could choose the Colts. Thing. Yeah. Colts are I plus mean, four I and could, a half. I could double dip, which is where I think I'm gonna have to go. Um, you know what? Actually, Kevin, now that you put in my rainy on, I think I will. I'm gonna double dip the Colts. God darn it! <laughs> Gosh darn it! Thank you, Kevin. Shut I support it. It's all of us. Have to take my knee down. Yeah, yeah. Got to so, take my knee down. So, even though I probably would have came to that game eventually. Yeah. Uh, but I do like it. I like that number, and I do think the Colts are gonna win. So I'll double dip on the Colts. All right, Owen, your turn, okay, big fella. So I'm looking at all of them, and I would either have to contradict one of my picks that I made in the pick 'em, or I would have to pick Jets. Okay, or Owen, Washington. Owen, Owen. Since I will give you a special case, since there are a minimum number of games, if you Look, want to contradict your pick and that. go back in one of your picks wow. and change Manit. it, I will give you that option. That's amazing. Just because of, just because of the situation this week with the bye weeks, <laughs> if you want to contradict one of your picks, three. I will let you go fix it in the regular pick so you can double dip on it. Okay. Oh, mm. dude, just this, this one time. This commercial. Is no, so please don't fair. do it. Please don't do it. This oh, commercial is so funny. Kevin, stop watching TV. I took the Colts. Colts? You took the Colts? I'm taking the Colts. I'm double dipping with them. Um, you know what? Give me Jalen Hurts. Let's go, baby. Eagles. <laughs> You're changing. Jaylen. Are you changing to the Eagles? <laughs> yeah. Or you could protect yourself because if the Eagles win, you get two points. If the Raiders win, you get one point. And if the Raiders win and the Eagles cover, you get one from each pick. Wait, so say that again. <laughs> How are they going to cover? Realistically, what what is the cup? What is plus the plus three? Hurry up, bro! I gotta use the bathroom. So if the Eagles were to lose to the Raiders by less than three, you would get a point for picking the Raiders, and you'd get a point for the Eagles covering. If you change to the Eagles and the Raiders win, that. you get no points. I do have to. So like, too. you're kind of hedging your. So bets. just choose one from each one. That's it. So if you if you stick with the Raiders, which is who you picked. Uh-huh. And the Eagles cover three, so if they lose by two, less the two or, or one. one, you would get a point for the Raiders winning plus a point for them covering the Eagles covering, right? So you could get two points off that game. But if the Eagles win, how fun editing this? You would get two <laughs> points versus one. So I want to do the huh? first the first option. Is that Nick? I'm up still there? confused. You're gonna, but... So are you going to pick the Raiders? Uh huh. And take the Eagles as your Wait, upset, or are you going to switch to the Eagles completely? Well, I was going to switch to the Eagles uh, my completely. Head hurts. That be... That's fine. So th- Wait, so that would be – so I would get the that opportunity for three points. Three points with the Eagles. Or right. if you stick with the Raiders, you have an opportunity for two points, but the Eagles would have to cover in the Raiders. I'm so win. confused. I, I got to poop, bro. Hurry up. I want the three points. All right, so is I'll it time? to Eagles. All right, Manny, you're up. I'm in the pocket right, bro. I'm, the Bengals. I'm, the, I'm in the pocket the Bengals. Bro. Joe Burrow. So, time for class. Oh, final thoughts. That's kicker of the week. Kicker of the week. Hold on. <gasps> Manit. Players of the Unbelievable. week. Unbelievable. Uh, Manit, what's the spread on that? Plus six and a half. Plus 12 and a half. Okay. Huh? Okay, so, yeah, Shut Ultra, up, let's get into players of the week. <laughs> Owen, 
Pass rusher of the week. Who you got? Carl Nassib. Oh my goodness. Jesus. You can't do it Jerry every week. Donald. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeremy. Have, he goes, he goes Aaron Donald. I have, love it. Have fun, Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to die. Oh, God. I probably won't even watch it. Maybe Jared Goff will get hurt. No. And then, yeah, they're like, people are calling for them to pull Cam Jared Newton. Goff. Get Cam Who Newton. Who the heck else are they going to put in? Goff David, down. Blau. David Blau. David Blau. Cam I've never seen him Bro. before. I wonder if he's good. Dude, I just remember really? him beating Ohio State. That's what I remember. Dude, Goff goes down. They sign Cam Newton. Cam Newton, future. Cam Newton, future. Cam Newton, future. Future can't even throw it down the field right. either. It's the same exact issue. Kevin, kicker of the week. black. <laughs> Kicker of the week. Who we got? Matt Prater. He, Matt Prater. He went off last week. He got Mr. PED's leg? <laughs> that was a DUI he got. No, he also juiced his leg. He got caught for PEDs. Did he? Yes, look it up. Shut up. Hey, that makes thing. it even better. In Denver. Matt Prater. <laughs> Kicker I love of the week. Matt Prater. I love yeah, it. he got me 15 points last week in He's great. fantasy. Manique, he... what is it? Safety of the week? Yes, safety of the week is going to be. I'm rocking with the Bengals theme here. Very underrated safety, one of the best safeties in the NFL. And I'll do it for the podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. You know what? (laughs) You anger me. (laughs) Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates, Bates player of the week. So we got watch him. He commands that defense. He runs that team. Did you you have anything else to say about Matt Prater? Yeah, have a great night, bro. Go go, go crazy with fifteen points. He made he made three field goals. No, he made two field goals from zero to thirty nine yards in that range. He made. Uh, four PATs, and he made one field goal from 50 to fi- 59 yards. He went off. Shout out, Matt Prater. Matt Prater. Tight end of the week for me. Kind of one who's kind of flying under the radar, but getting some points. Higby. Tommy Tremble. Tommy McIntosh. Tommy McIntosh. <laughs> Carolina Panthers actually going off for Carolina right now. Tommy Shout Tremble. out, Tommy Tremble. He is my tight end of the week. And that'll do it. And that, yeah, that will do it. Matthew for us. Stafford, I hope you brought to you by Verizon. your MVP case yet again this week right, with a seven touchdown performance. Have a great weekend. I got to poop, bro. Let's go. Week, okay. <laughs> now we have to cut it. No, we don't. We you said that like three times. I did say like three. I said like four times it. in the podcast. We have to cut out a lot of stuff. But... I don't have time to cut it. Well, I, yeah, yeah. Do it after class. Okay. I don't. I have to go home right away. Um. Then you got to drive two hours. <laughs> But um, that will do it for this week of the pylon. Don't cut it. Don't week cut it. Seven. Um, we will be back next week for week eight in on the, the eve of Michigan mid- State. Michigan. And so yeah, it'll Diesel. be basically midway season. Trade deadlines approaching. That'll do it for us though. Woo! As for O's us, Manit Patel, oh. Kevin McCormick. I am your host, Michael Markoch. We will see you next week. This is the pylon. Love the Lions. <laughs>